It's Black Star Heritage. Hey guys, welcome to Black Star Heritage. My name is Bernice. And I'm Eunice. This is our second episode of our podcast and we will be talking about our experience in living in Ghana and when we first came here. Yes, we are. We will also go into details about how we adapted as we began to live in the United States. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully you guys get to know more about us. And yeah, let's start off. Do you have your jokes for today? I love jokes. Like I said already in the other episode, I love comedy. Therefore, I like to share that with the rest of you. So we have three jokes today. The first one, it says, did you hear about the painter who was hospitalized? No. Reports say he was... I'm sorry. Reports say it was due to too many strokes. Ew. Wait. What? Your hands are your dirty <laughs> You know, because you know when you pay, you gotta... You gotta oh. Oh. Ah, see, now we all know how Bernice thinks. Oh, okay. So, mm. I'm sorry. I'm mm. sorry. <laughs> hmm. Now we know the next yeah. one. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm sorry. Next one. What do you call a frozen dog? Not a hot dog. I don't know. A popsicle. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this one I really love. This one I love. Okay. I can relate to it too. It says, why did the cross-eyed teacher lose her job? Why did the cross-eyed teacher lose her job? She wasn't looking straight. Because she couldn't control her pupils. You know pupils? I, I, I know what that is. <laughs> Yo, that laugh kills me. <laughs> she couldn't control her pupils. <laughs> oh my god. That's not funny. That's kind of rude at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, I'm rude or the pupil is rude? No, just, it's kind of offensive. That the jo- You didn't even write the joke, so why are you offended? I know, but I'm offended because I laughed. <laughs> Your sense of humor and mine are definitely... Yes, very different. Very different. But yeah, back to why. (laughs) To today's come. Yeah, back to what we're going to talk about today. So you want to start first? How... Where were you living? How old were you when you first came here? And like, how was the experience in Ghana before coming here? So I I was born in Ghana, of course. Let me give you a a whole history. (laughs) <laughs> pun intended <laughs> as she's a history teacher <laughs> i i lived i was in i was born in ghana i was born in accra but um i lived in the eastern region of ghana the kriapim because i'm a kriapim tribe and i lived there with my aunt my grandma and my siblings i'm the youngest of six so life living there was just very i guess traditional is the word that i would use uh-huh. just very um cultural everything was just very typical i went to a public school which you know is kind of significant because a lot of people with parents in america then like they would take their kids to private schools and Mm -hmm. stuff but nah my aunt was a strict teacher so she took us to like public school in ghana we call it saito which is like oh i always heard that but i don't know what that means yeah saito is like ghana public public school school, like where you get whipped like they shave your hair and mm-hmm. like, you know, very strict systems in uh, place. I never knew so, what that meant. Okay. Living there is just, just living under all these conditions and just having all these expectations of being this kind of student, being this kind of girl. And um, 
overall i my experience overall to me was just really fun 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 every time i remember my childhood in ghana it was just really good times like playing ampe and just playing with dirt and leaves <laughs> believe it or not it was a thing you get like canned like you know when your mom cooks oh the cans you wash it and out you wash it play. out yep like just <laughs> i just sit it in sand and <laughs> i know i don't want to fulfill the african stereotype but you play the sand but yeah you know it was it was just really really fun times and um good food sunny and free no stress like no stress no worries. Just Obviously, no either. worries. You were a child. Like I know, but like nowadays, these about? kids have a lot of worries. Believe it or not, like oh, I'm stressed. They seem stressed. I wasn't, but yeah, that's kind of how my life was. Um, and you lived in Ghana till you were twelve. Till right? I was twelve. Okay, I, I lived with a lot of women too. So I lived in Ghana until I was eight. Um, I was born in Accra. I lived in Accra with my mom, my dad, my two sisters. And my brother, um, I'm the last as well. Last hey. of what is it? Four or five? How many did I say? Girl, <laughs> don't know. <how> many... <laughs> wow. Wait, I said my two sisters and my brother. Oh, the last of four. Wow, that I'm really sorry. That says a lot. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the last of four, and it's. I liked. I don't know. I was eight years old. How much did I like and dislike? I don't know. I used to play outside and I think they didn't like me playing outside because I would always play with the area girls and the area girls were like tougher than me. I was like the little, you know, can't really do much. I don't want to say sheltered, right. but like the stereotype of someone who's sheltered and don't know what to do, like right. gangster like a wise. Little, a little wimpy. Yeah, I was a punk, basically. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I think that's like the standard for Ghana, though. Like everybody played with the area. Everybody kids. Like played with the kids like, in the neighborhood. I and could the play outside. with them, but when it got to a certain time, they were like, "Come to the house." But like the other girls could still stay out really late. Yeah. But for me, it was yeah, like me you have to like come me home. Too. And but it was really fun. We used to like ukochni. Like what does that mean? Even like mean you roam. You roam. Like you, you like, just, like, you just run around because you know Ghana is not. It's, there's, there's cities, but like there are very yeah. like very rural and very calmer yeah. areas. There was a place that my brother would tell me it's like minkoto beans and mano. Like every day he wanted me to go to the latest. What is minkoto beans? Oh, like I should go to the not the market, but like the area they sell the food mm-hmm. to go to this lady specific lady to get him beans. Mm-hmm. So then now that I think about it, I was probably like six walking a yeah. long distance yeah. to go buy beans. That's and crazy. my niece is nine years old and she can't, can't even go that. to the corner store. And, and it's true. So I'm like, cause in Ghana, like it's actually pretty safe. My sister was actually talking about that. Cause she went to Ghana two years ago and talked about how my, my niece, my nephews, I have four nephews back home and they're very young and they could like just cross the street and go buy something mm-hmm. and play around and like their mom will be in the room and not know when they're out yeah. there because it's that safe people don't think that somebody's gonna kidnap my kid yeah and it was so when weird because like yeah it was so weird because when i was in ghana like they could literally tell me go to the store go down to the market to go buy something really quick and come back and then when i got here it's like even when i went to the corner store like somebody was out at the window looking out yep. outside at me if I actually went to the store and I'm like wow yeah. like you guys left me to do all this when I was like crazy. younger and now that I'm like 11 you don't want me to you go to the want, store yeah. Yeah. it was just like so weird but and talking about not being able to stay out too late like I remember personally my aunt was quite strict too the one that I lived with and I couldn't stay out past five so 
you know, from whatever time you could go play with the area girls, you know, Rome, like she was saying, but then by five, you should be home. And I remember one time, right? Girl, I wasn't even far. Like I was like, right. Cause it's Ghana. It was a big house. Cause you know, Ghana is like the, it's an open yeah. field. And there was this, you know, when people are going to build a house and Ghana, they put a whole oh, bunch of the foundation of sand. and the sand. Yes. So I was there and I was sitting on the sand playing, blah, blah, blah. And then I didn't realize that it was like six. I came home and I remember my aunt was furious. I was probably like seven or eight then. Mm-hmm. And she asked to make a kikajro ginger. Oh my God, where she put it? You know where she put it. In your in your, yes. or your butt. <laughs> and, in your... <laughs> and I remember. Yo. Yo, every, yes. Yo. That's the Ghanaian. Oh my goodness. I remember oh that. I will never forget because I remember my older sister was so happy that I was in trouble. She made it. Eww. And I, yeah, that was my punishment for staying outside. Oh I always gosh. was home. Like, by That's five. like some, after... some child abuse. <laughs> I turned out okay, people. Don't, don't report. Oh my <laughs> Too late now. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Damn. Okay, that's. Mm. Mm hmm. But then it's medicinal though. But like I've, that's what they told us. Something they said it like, was medicinal. Medicinal, it's, my it's butt. healthy. You know, for that, oh, oh, that to go in a woman's area. So they said it said it kills some bacteria. What and... bacteria needs ginger <laughs> <laughs> to be killed? But I mean, of course, that was like the one time that I remember. But um, yeah, so, living in Ghana was quite an, an experience. Yeah, um, you miss living there now, or like you just. Hell no. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Look, not to like, no, honestly, I love, 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 love the fact that I'm Ghanaian. You can ask her. I embrace it in any way that I can. Super typical, love our food, but definitely the system here is definitely much more flexible. Be- because now she get her makeups. <laughs> <laughs> so she can do her, her face. And, and, get and all the weather fans. is, even though, yes, I'm not a big fan of the winter, it has a nice shift, you know, up and down. Where Ghana is just, it's hot. It's hot. Scotching sun. It's hot. Okay, so, yeah, so let's go back on topic of coming no, but here. But before we go back on topic, you know, <laughs> what you know what's weird? What? When I was in Ghana, I didn't realize it was that hot. I don't think anybody realized either. Like, because I remember I used to wear kambu. And yeah, I realized kambu. kambu? I just learned this. <laughs> I just found out two years ago, kambu is camp boot. Oh, really? Yeah. So this whole time, I'm like, what the and hell is a kambu? Kambu. It's camp boot. So it's not even sneakers. It's a boot, right? Yes. Camp boot. Yes. But that's a cool... But, but I think we ended up even calling sneakers and everything kambu. Oh. Yeah. Because I, was, I really thought kambu was like a, a tree thing. Like... Yeah, me too. It's English. It's like, oh, oh, buy me kambu. It's kambu. camp boot. My God. I learned that two years ago. I was like, wow. Yeah. Is it crazy though? Because nobody realizes that it's hot. Like, I didn't know it was hot in yeah. Ghana. I just, you're just used to it. When you're born yeah. in it, it is what it is. Yeah. But then. I remember I used to wear like sweaters and everything. Yeah, and like, yeah. and the pretty thick sweaters. And yeah. I come here and I'm like, I can't even wear that thick sweater Mm-mm. here in the springtime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back on track because <laughs> we digress a lot. Um, yeah. So we, I lived in Ghana until I was eight, and then we actually came here on the plane. We didn't like hijack nothing because uh-huh. people Girl, still, the pe- shade. No, because some people be still like 
Some people came about. on a plane, but they came with other people's passports. Okay, that's a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not say that because we don't want the United States people <laughs> looking for us right now. <laughs> I came here with my own passport, with my own name, but Mr. Wua, you know. Whatchamacallit? Yeah, I was eight years old. And when I was coming here, I don't think I um, conceptualized the idea that I was staying in America. Like, we're moving here. Mm-hmm. I thought that... I don't know what I thought, but, like, looking back, I don't think I had the idea of we're moving here. Because, like, why would you move here? Like, because I didn't, you were not even used to moving. Like, the yeah. idea of moving was not even... Like, like I only same. moved once in Ghana, but it was, like... Nothing major. It wasn't like it was super far away. First, we were living in an apartment building, and then mm-hmm. we moved to like our house. So it wasn't like we were moving for a reason. It's just we got it's a house. Just, yeah. So it was just like if we have a and house in the same place. Yeah, like in the same area. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like if we have a house, why are we moving? But I mean, I'm eight years old. What the hell do I know? So I basically followed everybody. We came here, and when we were coming, I had this idea of how. America should look like because we thought you know from movies, movies. and like other people that have come here mm-hmm. that went to Ghana and you know what I hate Nick. <laughs> Ghanaian people who are already in America when they come to Ghana they brag they're not honest they're not honest they act like New York they, America they're living is in like gold mansions and stuff America is full of this amazing like we have more homeless people in the Bronx than I've seen in Ghana my whole like yep. I'm like I don't understand so like in my mind I'm thinking I'm coming to this amazing new paradise yep. and you know I'm 8 years old so I'm very gullible so I'm thinking oh we're really coming to a whole new world we get here and I'm like I mean, I was impressed, but I was just like, this is not what I you expected. <laughs> I didn't expect this. I mean, what I didn't like, it was cold. So, like, we came in May, and May is, like, spring here. So, it was still kind of... May was cold for you guys? It was kind of breezy. Okay. Because... Oh, compared to Ghana, Compared yeah. to Ghana, because it was hot when we were coming. Mm-hmm. So, when we got here, it was like... It wasn't, like, winter cold, but it was like, it was, I need a yeah. leather jacket, jean jacket kind of right. thing. And I had on my dress i wore a very nice pink dress i think oh yeah yeah some well satin. at least you dress nice to come in here look <laughs> let me tell you about my story okay <laughs> i mean honestly i had the same thing i was 12 years old um i, I had never moved wherever i had been living since i well since i was two because my parents came here when i was two it's the only place I had lived. And eventually, you know, my, when we were in Ghana, we would kind of go visit somebody in Accra, mm-hmm. you know, my aunt, my cousins. So when we went to Accra to go to the airport and stuff, I'm thinking we're just going to come visit whoever's here. Yeah, and then go back. And right? go back, you know. And then I remember, you know, I came with my my two brothers and my big sister. And we literally came with, you know, the, what do you call that? You know what you The ch- Ghana must go back. That one? Not the Ghana must go, girl. Uh, <laughs> Damn. I'm trying to violate. Yo, I think I came here with that. I don't even remember. Nah. But you know the carry-on bag when you travel the little one? All four of us put our stuff in there. <laughs> like, we left everything. And I remember that's when I actually got to start to know who my mom really was. I had an idea that my mom is is living in America, but I didn't really know her. But we came um, in Ghana. Like I said, I went to a very strict public school, so I had to shave my hair. And Thank when God. before we came, Thank God I didn't like, do that. <laughs> the yeah. first month or two or whatever, before we were going to come, 
you know, my hair was being, was growing out because my aunt knew that I was coming here. Of course, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And I had this one teacher that was just constantly whipping me every day because my hair is too, like, it's too grown. Mm -hmm. So I constantly was bothering my aunt to cut my hair, cut my hair. So she eventually shaved my hair. So when we were going to come here, I didn't have any, like, my hair was shaved. Like, were you completely bald or like a little afro? A little afro, but, you know... She, I guess because I was coming here, she felt a need to make it look like I have hair. So she took me to this salon she, and this lady glued some, some, some stuff on my hair. <laughs> some stuff. I'm telling you guys. To she, this day, she, my wait, brother she still glued hair or she glued some stuff? She, what she glued, glued hair, but the hair she glued was just weird. I mean, honestly, then I thought I was cute. Like, I thought I was <laughs> popping. And then I came, and the first day we came was interesting. I th- you know, like she said, I was... We came at night. We got here. We came in March. We actually just made 11 years in March. Oh, I made how many? I mean, Fifth? Eight. You, I mean, eight. eight. you were eight, and you're how... Yeah. Okay, as she counts her age, <laughs> we came in March, right? So it was it was cold. We got here really late. I think we made seventeen. <laughs> oh wow, that's a wow. Yeah, that's a lot. It was really something cold like that when we 15, came. 17. It was super cold, so it was at night. So the minute we came, I didn't see outside, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we got out of the van and like we came right upstairs. Okay, you know my mom made some nice jollof and chicken. Wait, the same place that you're living now, right? Yep. Oh, so you yep. haven't moved since then. I haven't moved oh, since dang. then. Oh my gosh! And you know we ate. I'm like, yes, you know this is nice. We slept. Wait, what'd you eat though? Jollof. The first oh, time okay, I okay. made jollof. The next morning, I wake up. I open the curtain. I'm like, oh. This is America. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, I was impressed, but not as impressed. Yeah, because it's people like, don't tell you the truth. They Like, I think they just... I think people think you're probably never going to come, so they right. can just lie to you. Right. And then when, when you finally have the chance to come, it's like, really? You didn't tell me it looked like... Some parts of Ghana look better than this place. So what are, yeah. you, what are you talking about? And I the first day, the next morning, my dad got us dressed, and he took us to Fordham Road oh, with my mom. I went to Fordham, too. And they took oh, us no, no, to no. all these shops. Did I go to Fordham? Now, they took me to Fordham, because I still live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. We went to Conway. Oh, I went to Conway, And too. my mom bought these stuff for us. You know, she made it seem like, you know, like, to us. My mom was the coolest at that point, you know. Like she, she, got Conway she had that American fake slang, and she had the dollars, and she went to the shop and she was pulling us stuff. This is for you. This is for you. I gotta, I gotta this. You know, that's how she used to tell. I got, I gotta have that. I can't, I can't wait, everybody. I can't wait. She had, she gotta have that. So you know, um, of course, to us, she was popping. And then years later, we're like, "Damn, ma, you got a thick accent." You know, like you know, you don't realize it. So like after a while, I was like, well, "Oh, I don't know if I went to Conway. I mean, I don't. I did go to Conway, mm-hmm. but my aunt took me. I think the very first shopping time, I did. I went to Conway, but the Conway at Third Avenue. And we went to Conway, and this woman spent Third Avenue on what street? Um, one forty nine. Oh, that one. Oh, so that's not a bad spot. Oh, but it's basically, it's so basic. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Fordham on a different level. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing. But I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. 
But that day, she spent $100 on my shopping at Conway. And at that time, $100 bought you like your entire outfit for six months. Conway actually doesn't even exist It doesn't? Oh, yo. So literally, I was impressed because she had $100 for me alone. Not me and my sister. Like, she spent $100 on me alone for my clothes. And you know how that... Things were pretty cheap. So, like, we had bags. Like, bags and bags and Chill. bags. I was like, hey! America, yeah. yet yet. <laughs> Yo, Yo I thought we had... I had the coolest clothes. I remember these one little pink plaid shorts. I swear, I wore them till I was maybe 13. Like, I'm not even kidding. Wow. I thought I was doing something with my life in those shorts. I was like, Conway. Nah. And I really, like... And people really thought Conway was the ish. Like, <laughs> I remember for us after the shopping and everything, my dad took us to McDonald's, <laughs> bought us hamburgers. Oh, I used to love McDonald's and the Happy Meals yes, and the little toys. Yes, and I ate it, and it was just it, it was just a really happy. Ha- well, before we even honestly, before we even went shopping, she took us to the social security place to get our social security done. <laughs> and you know, um, my mom looked at my. Crazy interesting hair that the lady in Africa had done for me. She hated it. So that, the next day she took me to a salon and they had to remove it. It was so bad. Oh. I tell you, to this day, my brothers still make fun of me for it. Like they always like, yo, when you came here, you looked really interesting. <laughs> and I was nine, but I don't know why. In Ghana, like I was really tiny. I was not I was actually no, twelve. Sorry. You were twelve, 12 but you looked nine. I looked nine. Mm-hmm. See, now I think it I was nine. <laughs> I was 12, but I looked like I was nine years old. Like, I was very small, very tiny. Mm-hmm. One time, my mom ended up cleaning out her closet. She found one of the stuff that I had brought. Mm-hmm. It was like some traditional wear from Ghana that I had, my aunt had made for mm-hmm. me to bring here. And I looked at it, and girl couldn't fit one thigh. I mean, but you're skirt. big You're big now, so of course it can't I mean, fit one thigh. Like, it you was... want to wear a 12-year-old <laughs> But it wasn't even a 12-year-old side. You know, 12-year-olds nowadays, they be looking But 12-year-olds like, now and 12-year-olds, and they're not 12. They're well, just a I different... Didn't, honestly, I didn't even look like 12-year-olds then. <laughs> like, it was just a no-no. A no-no. Oh, my and God. when we came, I think like a week later, I got enrolled into school. Mm-hmm. I went to the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. First of all, they thought I was a kid, like I said, because I looked like I was nine. So they were trying to take me to like the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. But in Ghana, I had just finished sixth grade. So I was like, oh, uh-uh. yeah. I took a test. They put me to seventh grade, and I just gotta say, mm-hmm. worst year of my life. <laughs> yeah, I think I started school the f- like in the fall because I came like May towards the end of May, so school yeah. was gonna be closed anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just started school um like in the fall when school well, started. So you were a little adjusted, right? Yeah, like I got adjusted to like family life and like living in the neighborhood before right. going to school it wasn't like you were like i just came out everything was brand new and you're a little younger so definitely the kids in your class were younger yeah right? yeah like i was 12 and i was in the seventh grade it was march these kids were used to each other since september so i come in the teacher introduces me as the girl from africa yeah. is here today yeah and I remember, like, these kids just asking me the most interesting it, questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, did you live in a hut? Yes. Do you have a house? Do you, yes. is there a monkey in your back? I'm like, no, like, I don't even like dogs. Like, come on. I remember one kid was staring at me. This kid, he was a boy. And I remember I, I, I had a little mini crush on him. Now I remember, <laughs> like, uh. But, um, 
you know, he kept staring at me. He goes, um, so in Africa, did you swing on vines and stuff? I should have taken a vine and slapped him in the face with it. What the hell? And then he asked me, did you have a pet lion? No. I had a pet jaguar. <laughs> I'll see a pet jaguar. <laughs> now, the seventh grade was horrible. I didn't have any friends March to June. I had no friends. They looked at me as the new girl. Not just the new girl, but the African girl I mean, with the thickest. You know, God, you still have a thick. But no, no, no. Then it was like, <laughs> then it was like, please say, can you please <laughs> make sure that I use the bathroom? It was that's how you talk to your teacher. That's how I'm I just please say. You know, I'm gonna say say and madame. <laughs> I have an accent still, yes, but trust me, it's it's it like, flows. Honestly, more. I don't notice your accent until you start speaking English. Like I feel like once you start speaking English, you start speaking kind of slow. I'm like, why are you slowing down? I'm not. I don't speak slow. No, when you like when you're speaking tree, you talk. Of course, that's fast. my okay. That's my first language. Of course. Well, and then when faster. you're speaking English, you're kind of like a little slow. I was like, why is she reading? <laughs> Like Guys, reading a book. When I speak Chi, I talk fast. Yeah. Like she talks yes. regular. And then when she's like speaking English, sometimes you sound like you're reading a book. I'm like, why you sound so professional? Like, but that's how I talk though. Look, I was raised in a house with a teacher. Grammar was important. I care a lot about speaking good grammar. Well, now it's, that's kind of going out the way. And I'm a teacher. I have to speak well when I'm at work. So, you know, I have to speak proper pronunciation of words. <laughs> Yo, I remember one time one of my students asked me, Miss, do you live around white people? Why? You sound white sometimes. I'm like, you mean I sound educated? What's wrong with you? Yo, I can't. Can't stand it. But yes, eighth grade though, I made two friends and it became better. And now you don't even have two friends. You got one friend. Yeah, I'm not a friend person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not like the kind of girl to have a lot of friends. Maybe because I don't know. We don't like people. Yeah. We really don't like people. It's like we don't like people. I feel like we just have that personality. We don't tolerate a lot of things that people tolerate in friendships. Like, if you're doing BSable things, Mm -hmm. BS your way out of this relationship. Like, I can't deal with that. No, for real. That's that's me too. Like, I can't. I've had the same friends for years. Like, I'm not one to make new friends. Like, no new friends. That's literally me. Like... My same I two feel like friends, my thing it. is sometimes I'm just really honest. Like I turn to just if I don't like something, I want your honesty talk about breaks it. hearts. Like sometimes I'm like, damn, yeah. I'm yeah, honest. It, it hurts, but it hey, hurts. it's good for the people. It, it hurts. And You're a little. Too I feel honest. like with that, you gained your new friendship. How? Why did your neck just really flip? Because <laughs> she literally just. I was speaking facts, yo. <laughs> yo, why? <laughs> That's how people. <laughs> Why is she getting all hype? Because I'm speaking facts, right? Because honesty. But you know, not everybody like honesty. So yeah. people, you know, I have acquaintances. That's what I call Acquaint- it. But I think it's kind of like, okay, for me, I, this, like out of 100, I would say five people are my friends. Let's just say, hey, if you're, I told you you're my friend and trying to figure out if you're my friend, don't get mad at me. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I have very little people I call friend, friend, friend. And I give that friend title to people that I know if... I'm in trouble at midnight. I call you. You got my back. That's right. how I categorize my friends. Right. The other people, I may call you as friends, and maybe you are my friend, but maybe we're just turn up friends. I mean, we're not the. 
I'm gonna call you at midnight because I'm her kind of friend. And it's so I have different levels of friends. It's like you know people. It's like, oh hey, but I think it's kind of rude to be like, hey, this is my acquaintance. Like I'm not gonna. I mean, I don't say that to them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is my acquaintance. I know that they're acquaintances. They think we're friends. (laughs) So in case you're there and you just told you you're friends, I'm just know. You're not a friend, you're a queen. No, I mean, like, to them, you know, be like, oh, when I'm around you, I'm like, oh, this is my friend, this, this, that. But honestly, honestly, in my head, you're like an acquaintance, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, I'll hang around you for a day, we can chill, haha, text, but like, you're not like the friend, friend, where I'll be like, like, I'm telling you deep yeah. stuff, you know? So, but let me tell you, I have a lot of peace of mind that. I can assure. Okay, how about we do another episode on friends? Because clearly, we're supposed to be talking about coming to America, and we're out here hey, talking about our... That's the thing about conversations. Our, last, to, our, um, our lack of friends. But, yeah. Do you think you're, like, more Americanized now that you've been here for, like, all these years? Or you're kind of, like, a good mix of both? I'm a good mix of both, but I think I'm definitely more, more Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Yeah. Um, I'm really... It's very hard to influence me. I'm I'm not that easily influenced. So even though I came here at age 12, for me it's like I was young, but I was not that young. I was I was young enough to be able to adapt easily, but then I was old enough to remember where I come from. Yeah. And where I've been. Therefore, and like I said, I always had a very strong connection with my roots because it's not like I lived in the city. Mm-hmm. Like I lived in a place where it was very very traditional. Yeah. So for me it was like Yes, this is just a place of opportunity, and I just want to make the best of it. I never even forced. That's why I still have, like, my accent. Like, mm-hmm. I never forced to, like, change it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, as long as they understand what I'm saying, yeah. who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, sometimes when I came, I was really thick that when I talked, they wouldn't understand. <laughs> but, like, my goal was just to have them understand me when I'm saying yeah. something. And the minute I got that, I was like, I'm fine. I never tried to, like, to be honest, I only cuss around you. I don't even cuss around. Like, I know, and I don't know. And <laughs> No, the only reason she curses is when she's I'm like mad. she's super mad and yes. she turns to this ratchet black girl. I don't know I don't I don't know where she she comes from. Like one yes. minute she's speaking and you think, oh, this is a regular Ghanaian girl. The next minute she's like, eh, da, da, da. I'm like I'm like that girl from the block. And like, I just uh-uh. look at her and I just listen and nod my head because I'm like, eh, I don't know where this new person is. Only came when from. I'm pissed. Like yeah. I feel like that happens when I'm really pissed. But honestly, I never try to like be American. Like yeah. I never I had I always had so much pride in who I was yeah. that I never wanted to change that. I'm like I, who cares? I'm an American, so who cares if yeah. they, I'm being American or not? For me I don't I don't I've never tried to emulate how Americans act or stereotypically act, but Ghanaian people don't think I'm Ghanaian enough. Well because you were I think because you were really younger. I mean eight is pretty young. Yeah, but I'm like it's just Maybe that's why I low-key don't... To be honest, <laughs> she's... I don't want to say she's not Ghanaian enough. It's just when you start speaking Chi. I'm just... Like, you know how she mentioned that whole thing with me in English? Like, when Bernice speaks Chi, it I, sounds so I, I, funny. I slow down. <laughs> start speak Chi, let's see. I can't, I can't speak Chi. No, like, I can't even do it. Yeah, I <laughs> I no, it's just... I don't think I even spoke that much Chi when I was in, in Ghana. Ghana. That right. was the thing. Because the school that I went to, you had to speak English. 
Mm-hmm. And then when I was home, I spoke English. I mean, she with my mom, but my dad, I spoke English with. And oh, then so my siblings, I spoke English with. So it wasn't like I strictly had only tree in my ear. I mean, no, I told you. I and mean, I just, in Ghana, I, when my school, I had to speak English And too. I feel like low-key, I just recently started speaking more tree because I don't want to lose that part of me. Right. right. And you know what I, oh my God, you know what I hate? Mm-hmm. Ghanaians that come to America... And, and act, act like act like mm-hmm. they were born here oh. and they are like full blood white. Oh. And you're like, oh, I'm a bin chill. <laughs> I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> to like, be honest, like I feel like Don't do that. Not to sound ethnocentric or whatever, but I feel like being African is the most powerful thing. Really? You know, because honestly, we we have everything in the continent. We are people. Yes, we are dramatic and we have a lot of interesting characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know, just being African is, is to me, is powerful. It's something that I, I'm proud to tell people that I'm African. Yeah. Like everybody, I think, who knows me knows I'm African. Yeah. Because I'm so ready to show yeah. that every time. But I mean, overall, what I think is, it's not about being very Ghanaian or being very African or being very American. As long as you can find a balance in both. And I feel like yeah. that's what we've both been able to do. Is just find a balance. Like, when I go to work, I, you know, I can blend and I can relate a lot with my kids who are not Ghanaian. Oh, They're when I go to work, American. I'm not saying that I'm, like, no, acting I'm not white. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, you will have your, your white voice out. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. When you go to work and you with your boy, yeah. your boss, you need yeah. to. When I get a phone call, I'm like, hello? <laughs> like, Miss, Miss Auntie. I know when my sister calls me, I'm like, hey, what happened? <laughs> you know, but, like, when you come home, you still definitely definitely want to embrace that part of you yeah, that so. that you know that culture that you've always been yeah. blessed with yeah like we're not trying to be quote-unquote americanized or whatever but it's just like we're i'm trying to be the best version of me yeah and if in yeah. your eyes that version is not a Ghanaian enough well then too bad go somewhere else like <laughs> i i can't make you and happy. i don't think you can never be Ghanaian enough what does that even that mean? doesn't i don't well Ghanaian enough um you wear too much eyeshadow your eyebrows is too high why is your <laughs> hair like that? you need to be in church with your hair covered like that does not make me Ghanaian enough that just makes me a certain kind of something you approve of like and you know and it's important to just realize that everybody's different yeah everyone's different you know to you that's what you like that doesn't mean yeah. that's what somebody likes and i'm just trying to just be, accept people for who i'm they trying are. to live my best life people hey why not <laughs> i'm living my best life honestly i don't even know the rest of the words of that song I'm living my best life. Hey. 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 i don't know either <laughs> I don't know. Let's go. I don't know. We're mess. Yeah, but yeah. So this episode is basically all about us. I hope we answered. Did we even talk about what we're supposed to talk about? Yes, we did. Oh yeah. We should have talked about how we adapted. I think adapting for us, it wasn't like something that we noticed. It's something that just happened over time. It's like you just kind of woke up one day. You're like, huh? You just got used to it. For me. First of all, first month being here, I had to get used to the money. But adapting for me took, I would say kind of like in about a month, I was like, I didn't feel weird or anything. Mm-hmm. It felt, everything kind of felt normal. Yeah. My house felt normal to me now. The street in my neighborhood felt normal. Going to school felt normal. Um, the school schedule, super different from Ghana. It just like started feeling normal. Yeah. And You know, this is probably really stupid, but you know what took me a while to adapt to is, you know when you're younger, they'll always buy you clothes that are like three times. To- 
three sizes too big. Oh, yeah. So once I finally started getting clothes, like, actually my size... I was like, wow, this is how it feels to wear clothes as yourself. <laughs> and Ghana mothers buy clothes, clothing that are bigger because, you know, it saves them money for a couple yeah, of more like years. I think I wore my my same third grade school uniform. I wore it through fifth grade. Why? I don't know. Girl, third grade. I remember. I was going to speak to you. I was going to say hi. <laughs> I remember for, like kindergarten, my aunt. You know, we had the in Ghana we call it kokontene. Oh, abem kwai. Abem kwai. Isn't that kokontene? Something like that. Not abem kwai. It's it's brown brown, brown, brown but it's a lighter brown and a darker brown. The lighter brown. brown is like a dark like yellow, kwai, like yes. the dark yellowish topi thing. And, <laughs> hey, Missy, abem kwai cheese. Abem <laughs> kwai is green, isn't it? Isn't is it red? Yellow? Hey, I don't even know. Anyway. <laughs> She 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 made one for me from the tailor. Girl, the thing was up to my feet. I wore that thing till sixth grade. <laughs> sixth grade, people, no exaggeration. Sixth grade, it was like up in my knee, and I thought I was cute. Because, you know, sixth grade in Ghana, you're like a senior in a oh, way. Oh, I was in sixth grade then. Because in sixth grade, you go to JHS, mm-hmm. right? So I was filling my son. JHS, what's JHS? So JHS, that's what they call it now. But in Ghana, when I was there, was JSS. Okay, because that's the one that I, I know. Okay. So... You know, I thought it was cute. Oh, and then JHS Junior, junior high, high School. school oh, and they wow. go to SHS Senior High School. Oh. But Ghana was JSS when I was there mm-hmm. and SSS, but now they changed it. Oh. I thought it was cute, but before I got cute with that, I had to wear the long one <laughs> since kindergarten. But yeah, anyway, this is our Coming to America story. Yes. Yeah, send us any emails or DMs or whatever telling us about your Coming to America story. If, you know, you're not from America, you are not born here, whether you're, you know, born in Ghana, Nigeria, Togo. <laughs> or even, you know, Colombia. Yeah, like wherever you're born, if you can relate to our Coming Antigua. to America. Hey, sh- Dominican Republic hey. and Puerto Rico. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So let us know if you can relate to um our coming to America story. Let us know. We'd love to hear um all your stories. And yeah, follow us on Instagram at BH Beach. I can never say this word. BSH podcast on IG and then my personal IG is Akosia Osa, A-K-O-S-U-A-O-S-A-A. And then Eunice's, what's your Instagram? Ma Eunice, which is M-A-A-U-N-I-C-E. Yeah. Mine's easier. Yeah. And um, the email. Oh, yeah. Email us at bshpodcast2 at gmail.com. Send us any feedback, anything you want us to talk about. And yeah, let's just... Keep having fun over here. So we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Black Star Heritage. Yo. Cut that out.